Yeah, so that was our main idea on pitching to Mr. Davis. We um, we thought it would be yeah. a good idea, and we have specific questions about your career and being the director of RVIS. Oh, terrific. Well, I'm honored. Thank you for having me. Our host for today will be me, Alia Alasfour, and Aisha Al Khalifa. Today, we will be interviewing the director of RVIS, Ms. Joe Garahi. So, tell us a bit about yourself. A little bit about myself. Well, um, I was born and raised in Australia. I'm a very proud Australian. It's my home country. I grew up in the country areas of New South Wales, a state. Um, and uh, after attending uh, both elementary and primary school in the Catholic system, I went on to university and obviously into teaching. Um, I found my career path fairly easily because I loved school most of the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I worked, of course, uh, for in Australia for about 10 years before I decided that it was a career that I could go and see the world with. And so I headed off mm -hmm. to London which I thoroughly enjoyed for a year, working in a preparatory school, teaching grade three students. Then on to the international school in Luxembourg in the middle of Europe. And then, of course, as you know, I was there for about seven years before coming to Bahrain, mm -hmm. which is definitely now um, the highlight of my career, <laughs> of course, being here in Bahrain and um, 10 years with RVIS. Yes, yeah, so 10 years as RVIS. Um, I've been here for 11 years. And I wanted to know, how would you describe the past 10 years at RVIS? Mm. On a personal level, extremely enjoyable, uh, of course. You know, rewarding for me personally, watching the school grow and being a part of a school that is really committed to doing things differently. Um, it's obviously been a place in 10 years of great opportunity for myself, uh, you know, given I was the elementary principal, then the deputy head of school, and now um, totally honoured and humbled to be the head of school. Thinking about the students and the school in general, you know, it's always had the small feel, which is something I treasure about Riffa. Um, of course, there was only a middle school when I joined. I was the first, actual first high school principal because my role was nursery to grade nine. So technically, I think everyone forgets that. And I was only really technically the secondary principal for one year. Um, but of course, therefore, we've grown a lot. We've grown by adding all our high school classes and all the offerings. Um, lots of change, but exciting change and change I'm very proud of. And um, it is so lovely that, you know, to be talking with you who have been on this journey, um, you, know, you say 11 years, 10 years, a long time in the school. So I think you understand what I mean when I say a lot of growth and development, but still a core and very special feeling about being small. I agree with everything else you said. Here we actually have a yearbook from 2012 <laughs> mm -hmm. to 2013, which is the first year you were at the school, if I'm not mistaken. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear, haven't we changed? Oh, wow. So, this is a picture of your first year at RVIS. Do you have any significant memories or moments attached to this picture? Look at those. Oh, my colleagues, my, my friends. Um, of course, yeah. I mean, um, as exciting as it was, this was my first principalship in 2012 when I came to River, and I just shared, you know, I was also 
very much in elementary education and suddenly I was the you know, <laughs> principal of these middle school kids and I was like, oh gosh, can I do that? So um, I remember that. I remember feeling very um, excited, probably some concerns. I hadn't lived in the Middle East. Um, but yes, I look at these faces. Uh, <laughs> I look at Nurse Sam and Miss Nuhar, all the people on this page and Again, it's so lovely to have shared this journey, but um, lots of good memories, exciting. Um, our uniforms looked different back then, didn't they? And, uh, yeah, of course, some people have obviously moved on, some students have, but I think that when I look back, I know that each of them, I remember something special about them, and I have absolute confidence that they have taken a piece of uh, Ripper Views with them as well, I hope. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. The Red Hats were a concept that were introduced during your first year at RVIS. Could you tell us a bit about your involvement with this project? Yeah, um, yeah, so proud. I guess in a way, yes, I did bring the Red Hats to River Views, but of course, um, we are only a collection of all the great ideas that we see. And I, as I told you before, I had been working in Luxembourg, where I uh, worked with a friend and colleague who gave me this idea. Um, and so it was really important to me, and it still is, uh, that, you know, elementary students, you know, may be seen as being younger in terms of the whole school picture, but there is so much potential and leadership opportunities and skills are developed at, at the youngest of, um, of uh, grade levels. Mm -hmm. And so what I love about the Red Hats and why I believed so strongly in, you know, incorporating, incorporating it into RIFA was that everyone's a leader. You know, this is not typical always of schools where there's captains and prefects and, you know, they can have their place as well, I understand. But for me, it was really, really important to have that feeling that I believe that all students can grow and, and become contributing members of the community and society if they're given the leadership opportunities, such as a program like Red Hats. And it was, it was fun and it was exciting and just seeing those Red Hats that stand out, still stand out so obviously in our in our school environment um, makes me proud that it's continued for 10 years. It's changed and it should change in terms of the types of things the Red Hats take responsibility for and um, I'm happy now. I don't, I really don't want it to be seen as Miss Jo brought Red Hats. It really is a riff of thing now and that's what makes me proud that it's lived on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did want to mention that I've always remembered in elementary <laughs> being as was introduced when I was in first grade, I was looking forward to being a red hat and seeing as, um, as an example of what a fifth grader should be for the rest of elementary students. Yeah, and you did the morning announcements, which is probably why you're now in the podcasting class, right? Because <laughs> you're the voice of the airways. And it was just those small little good morning, today's menu is. But you know what? That, that's where it starts. And look at you now. Look at what you're doing now. So proud. Yeah. So do you have any other specific goals you would like to achieve in the future? Oh, you know, um, again, I, I think about, you know, my hopes, uh, goals, not, I, I mean, um, yeah, there should be goals, but I think they're more like hopes and dreams. That's kind of, I guess, who I am. And mm. I have hopes and dreams for the students of River. I have them for my colleagues uh, and the school in general. Um, you know, unpacking that, I'd say, first of all, I, I take great pride in seeing just incredible skills and talents and potential of our teachers. I mean, um, our students are the most important people in the building and our teachers who work with youth, you know, at the, at the face of, of the teaching, 
every day are the most important adults. Yes, the leadership, the administration, we, we all do our job and our role. But when I see those teachers just, you know, making such a difference and connecting with students, that's, I hope, my hope and dream is that will always continue, always be part of, you know, what RIFA offers the community. Um, just great respect and appreciation for the teachers of RIFA. Students, oh, well, you know, we always say this, you know, there is something very special about the way in which Riverview students feel confident to, to chat to the adults, to get involved, to lead things. Um, in part, that continues to be my goal, that we are a school that values not just, you know, the content and academic learning, but the opportunities and the skills that will make a difference later in life. So I hope that always remains as equally a big focus as well as academic achievement of our school because they are the things that I know will carry our students into all the exciting and wonderful things that they will do and the people they'll become. Um, you know, we say, right, learning today, leading tomorrow, and that's very true of this school. It's not always true of all international schools, but in all sorts of ways, I, I do, I look around and the students of River Views will go on, you know, to lead not only here in Bahrain, I hope, but in other places around the world. So that's, that's my hope. And for me, I guess my goal is to make sure I'm always instilling that belief. Don't let anyone ever tell you you can't. Aim high, you know. Mm -hmm. Your teachers share that with me all the time. Set the expectation high and students always, you know, surprise you and go beyond. And that would be my, my hope and dream for all of, all of the students. Um, just go where your passion is. Do what makes you happy. Value the important things, you know, yeah. family, friendship, good health, all those things. So that remains my goals slash dreams and hopes for the school. Yeah, I mean, I'm, no, RVIS is our school, but it's also like our second home. It's so welcoming and it's an amazing environment to be in. Yes, because of you guys. I think you don't understand how it truly is. You know, yes, they're special kids and students and I've, I've been very blessed um, in the places I've worked around the world. But there's an energy and a, just a, I don't know, an ease in which students and teachers connect and relate to each other at this school that I, I don't think you find in every other place. So, mm -hmm. yeah, job well done, everyone. <laughs> so, hello, Miss Jo. Now it's me, Kaze Token. Before, Views was my home for like a really long time. And without you being a part of Views, doesn't feel like a part of Views at all. Yeah. I remember going through a lot of tough times, especially since I was a kid. I used to be very naughty. <laughs> also, Kaze was naughty. Yeah. One of my favorite memories was honestly being sent to you. <laughs> oh, no. I used to be like extremely naughty. Like by the time you were in the school, I used to go around pinch people, and then like I'd always end up in your office. And like you're one of the people that disciplined me to become a better person. And yeah, I just remembered like the advice and the role model you were in. You just really made like all the students in Rafa views, especially the ones who stayed, you just changed them a lot. And the way you taught us was really nice. And I feel like it's really changed us as people. And you really brought like amazing memories to mm -hmm. our school and to our childhood. And I just want to say, yeah, thank you for that. Boys, I, um, I usually always have something to say, but wow, I, I'm, yeah, humble. I, I could almost tear up. You know, I didn't really see you as naughty boys, by the way. <laughs> it usually started always on the football pitch or soccer, as Miss Joe would call it. Uh, I remember the funny stories and trying to learn all the correct pronunciation of the Arabic names and 
you'd be kind of in trouble but laughing at my pronunciation of your names. I remember those early days. I probably still get it wrong. But, you know, I, I do believe that, you know, um, all of those things go together to equal learning. Learning not just for you guys. I'm glad to, to hear that you say that it's uh, helped you grow and that it wasn't just me. It was obviously all the teachers you have here that, you know, believe in you. I believe in you. I mean, you come from the finest families. And then again, it's another it's another special thing about Rifa. I get to know your parents. I know their hopes and dreams for you. And uh, I just know what amazing, what good people there are here. So I know you're going to be fine, but you are going to be typical boys. And I actually would go home, the truth be known, and I'd laugh and tell those stories. Even though I looked mad at the time, I kind of half expected it. And look at you now. So it all worked out okay. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much. That means, of course, that means a, mount, a huge amount to me. Thank you. No to wrap things up, we'd like to thank Lena Almavi for the audio Running Water, which was used as our intro music. And special thank you to Miss Joe for coming over here for the interview. And another special thanks to our writer Aisha and our host Alia. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Voice of RBIS. And if you like more, please consider subscribing on Spotify, Apple Music, or any other platforms.